Are you really going to do that? <laughs> do what? <laughs> no idea what you're talking about. Try, try and change shirts really fast. I saw you. This is a different day. I'm not wearing the same shirt. <laughs> they don't see what we look like. It doesn't matter. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Who knows? I don't know how the podcasts work. When you watch a when you you don't watch a podcast, you listen to it. Some people watch podcasts. <clears throat> I guess so. Those people are lame though. Maybe they just want more facial reactions to things. Anyway, welcome back to Sound Thoughts. I'm Harrison. I'm Nate. Sorry it took so long. I was I had a piece of burger in my retainer and I bought him. That is gross. I ate, a, I ate a juicy burger today for dinner. Yeah, with your retainer on? No, like I, I'm a permanent one. Oh, like the, the I didn't know you thing. had a permanent retainer. Just stop opening your mouth. Like, that's scary. <laughs> Can you see? <laughs> I can't, but it's just a really scary thing to see. I think I think these videos record, so I'm going to take a screenshot of that and post it on Instagram for this episode. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, out of all movies you watched with your parents, which wasn't was the most uncomfortable? Hmm. You know, I, I never really watched that many um, too graphic movies with my parents when I was a kid. There was one though. I forget what it's called. It's like the the ice skating one with Will Ferrell and that other guy. Oh, Blades of Glory. Blades of Glory. We we had to stop watching that one, I guess, when I was a kid because my mom was like, "Okay, what's going on in here?" <laughs> yeah, I I mean, I can't remember that one cuz I think I also saw that around my mom, but I I think it was a little bit less of a problem, you know. Yeah. Well, you 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 were the cool kid growing up, you know. Yeah. I mean, mine's way worse though, so Well, what's yours? <laughs> So oh. in, I think it was 2018, uh, I was surfing through movies on the living room TV and my mom was like, you know, around and I was like, Hey, do you want to watch this movie? I had never seen it, but I know it was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's the movie, call me by your name, <laughs> <laughs> which if you're unfamiliar with the movie, it's about, uh, I believe 17 year olds and this, yeah older college gentleman who comes and lives in their house and their um, relationship with each other that turns into a sexual relationship with each other, which in its own is generally uncomfortable. Um, Not because of anything aside from their age difference. It's just, it just feels gross, but you know, that's kind of the point of the movie. You know, it's an artistic thing. It's, it's a real Right. Um, but there's this very, among a bunch of other scenes, this very graphic scene where mm-hmm. the main character, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the movie, spoiler it's not spoil much, but it's, it's uh, I don't know, maybe skip forward like a minute. Um, he has, uh, he masturbates with a peach. Yes. <laughs> and one of the more uncomfortable things I've been around my mom watching, I would say. <laughs> I would say not not do that to people who haven't seen it. The worst part of that is if you like, oh, 
and then you like look over and then but then your mom does the same thing so you guys make eye contact during the scene i feel like that's even worse yeah that didn't happen though so i'm glad (laughs) you didn't make eye contact and then you just held it because you didn't know what else to do Uh, yeah (laughs) i got into the movie and i was like that was a that was a genuinely uncomfortable movie i think (laughs) is that you remember uh well i don't know you remember alex like what what he said Mm -mm. i I don't know why i remember this but he was like yeah i i I was gonna watch wolf of wall street with my mom and we turned it on and like the first scene is like (laughs) he's like snorting coke out of a girl's butthole or something And his mom was just like, okay, he just turned it off. Hey, uh, no, let's not do that. <laughs> oh, whoa. Hey, Bub, uh, I'm not sure that's what you... <laughs> Bub? <laughs> that's what they call him, right? It is. You know, the last time I talked to him, I, I was asking him for his Minecraft password. <laughs> And that was when you were seven, right? That was maybe a couple months ago. <laughs> he's not using it, so that's true. That's true. Maybe I'm maybe not... he's he's becoming an engineer. You know, that's that's like what they learn on. <laughs> it's true. Start with the building blocks. Yeah, that's how they made the Golden Gate Bridge. Is they planned it out on Minecraft. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's. I'm sure that's a lie, but I don't know. Prove it. That that bridge was made a while, a while ago. Yeah. Okay, and... fine. I will. You know what? I will prove it. Only because <laughs> you said prove it. <laughs> You're gonna be the first person on on Earth to look up. Uh, was the Golden Gate Bridge planned on Minecraft? <laughs> Well, I'm not looking that up exactly. I have, I have you know what? It's gonna I'm not going to look it up. Pretty, pretty unique <laughs> Google search. No results. <laughs> <laughs> Google is baffled by our originality. You've, you've been following basketball at all? Not at all. I've been getting really into basketball. Yeah? Like, like really into it. I I heard that you were gonna play it with someone, but he couldn't make it, baby. <laughs> yeah, that was last week. Remember? That was last week. Wink. <laughs> That's when I was wearing that other shirt. <laughs> That's when you weren't in prison. <laughs> so you look like a convict. Yeah. What's going on in basketball? How's that, how's that going? Well, they're drafting right now. Yeah. Which is it's a new thing for me. I don't really understand it all the way, but they pick their college players that they want, and then mm-hmm. they start shuffling around the, their teammates. Putting Since them they can't do places. it in person, they should do it on Minecraft. <laughs> like hundred gex does their shows, you know, they all go into a server. <laughs> That'd be pretty sick, though, right? That'd be Other people sick. could show up <laughs> if they made like their custom stick seven anthony davis minecraft guy that'd be pretty cool welcome back to the minecraft podcast (laughs) today we're talking about minecraft all things minecraft where we uh tell everyone alex's minecraft password it's a pretty silly password 
Ornif exclamation point ninety seven. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, I have it right here. If that's, you want, it. that's for the that's for the deep listeners. You know, I don't even know what you just said. What did you say? <laughs> it's just lore, dude. It's just lore. <laughs> his his password for Minecraft has the word Minecraft in it. I'll just I'll tell you that much. That's <laughs> Minecraft twenty twenty. <2020. laughs> So, yeah. Anything else happened in the last couple of weeks that uh, you want to talk about? Um, who I who guess won like, American Idol? Are you allowed to say? It's actually they. I I know the people that went through straight to Hollywood. You know, like the Golden Ticket people. Oh, okay, yeah. But I don't. You know, they're all just names and faces. I have no idea. Yeah. But if I see him on TV, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I remember giving that kid a little sticky with his name on it. Who are the judges? So you got uh, KP, Katy Perry. Nice, nice. Yeah, I had her I had her saliva bounce around in my backseat one day. Yeah, same with that one kid who didn't want it. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my God. That's way worse than I intended it to be. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded um, really bad so to backtrack <laughs> um there was you know that incident where uh that guy was like i've never been kissed before and then katie perry kissed him and he was like hey i didn't want you to kiss me <laughs> and it was like on american idol and people were like hey that's bad jeez i didn't even know that happened yeah uh, but you got Katy Perry. <laughs> nice, nice. And you got Luke Bryan. Ah, uh, you know him. Yeah, Luke my favorite, Bryan. Luke Bryan. And then Classic. you got Li- and then you got Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie, the guy, mm-hmm. the the hello guy. Sophia Richie's dad is Sophia. how everyone had talked oh, okay. about him. Mm-hmm. They're like, I don't know what Lionel Richie did, but he that's that's Sophie's <clears throat> dad. Like that's he's what like, he's known for. He's the Founder of the train company, right? Lionel, Lionel Trains. <laughs> Lionel Trains. You remember that commercial for the the Lionel Train piggy bank? Ooh, do you know what I'm talking like, about? That's like maybe jogging some things around in my memory. <laughs> it's like you put the coin in. It's like a really long commercial, and like it makes train noises, and like it was like get it for your grandkids. It was like really targeted at old people. Mm. Uh, but it was always on kids' channels for some reason. I don't know. Those are scary. Those those kind of commercials. Yeah, those ones. Those are the ones like... that they haunt me. <laughs> <laughs> There's like that one with the planes, automobiles, planes, and more or whatever. And it's like a three, <laughs> three VHS combo. Yeah, I would play all the time. <laughs> You know when you order a three VHS combo on off of television and it comes four months later. That's the stuff that keeps me up at night, man. Is like thinking about that. Yeah. You know which one was sick was Floam. Floam? Like, they really sold us on oh, Floam, you know. I do remember it, it's that. It's pretty much just like essentially slime with styrofoam balls in it, but <laughs> they sold us on that, you know. I do remember Floam. It's like Floam can be anything, like a ball of Floam. <laughs> and you're like hell yeah i'm getting that you know what got my family was the moon sand you remember moon, moon sand, sand? Yeah. 
we were like, oh, we got to have that right now. <laughs> oh, give me that moon sand. <laughs> Literally just like a box of sand got everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Kinetic sand, man, is, is just is just bad. It's a mess. <laughs> it's very fun to play with, but man, it gets it's like sand, you know, it's it's the worst. Yeah, it's still sand. <laughs> you know, we should sell non-moon sand and it's just sand, you know. <laughs> that actually is a good idea. No one tell no one no one can steal that because that's our idea. Earth sand. <laughs> Real sand. Straight from the earth. No 100% added. organic. <laughs> I'm sure someone would go for that. Yeah. I mean, like, it's, uh, I'm sure it would sell, you know? Mm -hmm. We're being honest, you know? If we're being gut throat straight to the point honest, I think a box of sand would sell good on the internet <laughs> if we branded it the right way. <laughs> Branding is everything. It doesn't matter what you're selling, you know? Mm -hmm. You could be selling sand. It doesn't matter, you know. <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> yeah, but you did, wanna, you, did you meet any of the American Idol judges or? No, it was kind of like. Uh, so I worked with this other girl who had a room. So you know, I was kind of already on. Oh, the she had her. a room, but you didn't, because she had her own room. But she, I know. She, she was the COVID officer for the set, but since I'm from a different company, she can have a room and I can't. Um, <clears throat> but she would be like, oh, I got to go test KP now. Like it was a code word and like I wasn't supposed to tell anyone. And she was like, oh, then we're going to do LR later and then LB. And she like wasn't saying their full name. But yeah, I, I wasn't allowed to go with them. I would say, hey, t tell Katy Perry I said hi. And she'd be like, okay. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Katy Perry, uh, Nate says hi. <laughs> She's like, what? Just do my test. Get out of here. What? Are you talking to me right now? <laughs> Did you say something? <laughs> Isn't that the worst, you know, when you when you like yeah. to say something to someone and they're like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> You're like, oh, no. You're talking I, to me? And you're no, like, I, no. <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> uh, anyway, you wanna you wanna get into it? Oh yeah, let's talk about the album. So uh, this week is my album, uh, not the album I wrote, but the album I brought, and it's Lizzo, "Cause I Love You." Cause spelled C U Z, U spelled U, with just the letter U. What? Nah. Is it not? Am I wrong? Y O U. It's Y O U. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, <clears throat> I redact those prior statements, and I apologize. Wait, I thought we, I thought we were doing Lizzo bangers. What the? No, that's her 2014 album. Yeah, not that one. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I listened to "Cause I Love You." Oh, Don't you worry. you scared me for real. <laughs> I was like, oh no. <laughs> no, I, I listened to this album. Believe me, I. All right, man, I listened to so, it. So there. I learned this today. So I'm awful <laughs> in some people's eyes. And I only have listened to this album. I, I listened to it maybe a couple times on Spotify, but I only listened to it on vinyl and I have a CD copy of it as well. Wow. The version that's on vinyl and CD is not the version that's on Spotify. It's not. And I learned that today. So there's the del super deluxe, which has 16 tracks. And there's the, the regular one that's 11 tracks. Mm-hmm. The physical copy has 14 tracks. 
and it's oh boy. it's the deluxe one, but it ends at track fourteen. It ends at track fourteen. So not doesn't have good as hell or the Ariana Grande good as hell. Oh, so okay. if you didn't listen to some of the tracks, it's fine because the tracks that aren't on there, you've probably either heard or don't matter that much. I would almost say, um, and mm. I say that I don't know sparingly. The songs that are not on the deluxe one uh, are Boys, Truth Hurts, and Water Me. Yeah. And the important one is Truth Hurts, and you've definitely heard it. I have heard Truth Hurts many, 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 many times. Um, album came out in 2019. Um, great album. Lizzo is from, I believe, Detroit, Michigan, but mainly from Texas, I would say, depending on how you call people's homes but she she lived in texas i think she also lived in minnesota for a while there's a really good uh david letterman interview with her that's on netflix that they just added recently uh she was a band kid she plays flute which is pretty cool unexpected um kind of came out of school and just singing for a while and then became famous really quickly last year i feel like it was quick. She really like, blew up. There was one day where you didn't know who Lizzo was, and then there was the next day where you knew who Lizzo was. I mean, that's true for everyone all the time. <laughs> but that's right. You know, everyone know who knew who who Lizzo was one day. You know, you were like, you were like Lizzo, what? And then you were like, what? I just took a DNA test. Exactly. That was exactly. it. It was that yeah. fast. Yeah, and. Uh, <clears throat> some stuff about me with my relationship to Lizzo. I initially did not like Lizzo at all. Um, not for any specific reason, aside from, I was like, I just, I just don't vibe with it. I can't, I'm not sure I understand it. And I didn't like fully give it a try, but um, until I saw uh, her performance on SNL and it, it changed my mind completely. Really? Yeah. Um, if you watched her perform live, and this goes for anyone who has preconceived notions about her. Watch her perform live because I feel like there's a there's a distinct difference that makes you kind of understand her passion mm. and like her showmanship and ability. And it really just changed my mind. I don't know. And then I listened to the album again, or not again, but you know, for the first time, fully. And I was like, I get it. Like I understand this. I like this a lot. Um also her Grammys performance, both the UK one, but mainly the US one, because it doesn't censor her. Um, really good. Great medley of songs. Amazing performance. Right. Uh, highly recommend. But I want to I wanna know what you think about this album in general. Hmm. I... Listen to this album once all the way through. And then I listened to it again and then started skipping songs when I didn't like them. And I, I, I don't like it. I really don't like it. <laughs> cool. The album, the album starts out with Cause I Love You, right? Yes. That song and that song, that song is, is good. That's that a good song track. That's a very good song. <clears throat> I, I really liked this song. Yeah. So, you know, let's go track by track now, unless you, unless okay. you have something to say. You know, no, yeah, that, that, that's what I was getting towards. Yeah. Um, the intro hits super hard. Instrumentation's amazing. There's like, 
I don't know, real shit going on. Apparently the X ambassadors like produced like half this album. Yeah. I was looking at song credits. Um, I thought that was they interesting. Do a lot of them. Not, not a huge fan of them, but go them on this song specifically. I know they, they were part of this one. Um, really cool. Like guitar tone in this song. I thought, cause mm-hmm. usually in like soul pop music, it's a, uh, I don't know, not common to have like a dirty guitar going. Yeah. But they got it there. Um, I would like to say, I think this won a Grammy uh, for best soul R&B record. Uh, let, really? let me check my work on that. Um, come on, Grammys, Grammy Awards. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. It's the bad one. Ah. It's won an album, best best urban contemporary album. Uh, there we go which translated to uh not being veiled with racism is uh best black person pop artist and i'm saying that because the idea of urban music is a myth and uh is the worst thing that the grammys does yes and we're a music podcast so we're allowed to have an opinion on this i think i think so too now i'm not going to tell you why it's bad um, because I'm not the person who should tell you that. I don't have a voice in this. Uh, but Tyler, the creator, has a pretty decent he does video of after his, the Grammys in 2019 or 2020, I think maybe, of uh, why the idea of urban genres. It is 2020, bro. The Grammys haven't happened yet. No, they have. They have? Yeah. So the ones that happen, so the album of the year for 2019 is announced in 2020 in oh, I believe, oh. February, March or something. Oh yeah. Oh, sorry. So the, the video would be, you know, marked this year. I heavily recommend that. I'll probably put a, try to put a link in that uh, for on the Instagram post. So you can watch that pretty important. And I think they recently changed it. They just changed the name of it though. Yeah. And it's still not better. It's not it's better at the all. Same. Mm-hmm. I can't remember exactly what they changed it to, but uh, yeah, let me look it up real quick because uh, I don't want to just be kind of pandering. Yeah, whatever they did wasn't best progressive R and B album. Now is what it's called. So oh. they instead of just you know getting rid of it, they just renamed it, mm-hmm. which is is not better. Was there not already an R and B? There is, but it's it's now it's progressive R&B. Oh, okay. So it's pretty much just like, hey, let's change the name to something that, but we still know what it means. Ah. Um, And the reason I'm kind of going off on this is because this album is a pop album. And there is nothing you could tell me to say this is not a pop album. There are soul elements, same as there's soul elements in Prince music. But this is a pop album by all, I don't know, all all terms of that. It's a pop album. It's Lizzo. You know, everyone knows who Lizzo is. Lizzo. This is, you know, in the top five of the top 100 billboard. It's a pop album. Have you seen Lizzo (laughs) up? No. What is that? (laughs) Well, you know, Eric Andre does bird up. Bird up. Mm Mm-hmm. In the new season, he does Lizzo up, and it Lizzo's in the green suit, walking around. It's oh, really sick. good. You got to check it out, dude. I'm a fan of that. <laughs> um, 
Now, before we go in, and if you haven't heard this album, uh, listen to it before this. If you can listen to the 14 track version, because that's what I'm talking about. Pause the video um, now. <laughs> Pause the video now. You can listen. Uh, we'll wait. Excellent. Absolutely excellent. Did you listen to it? Uh, if you didn't, um, and if it's because you have preconceived notions about Lizzo, uh, try to get rid of that. Because uh, there's a lot of things that people say about her that are just strictly not true. Um, and yeah, I, I have nothing else to say about that. Do your own research. Uh, don't assume things if you don't know it. Because um, I Love You is a great song. Track two, though. <laughs> uh like a girl um there's a- whoa, whoa, whoa slow down dude yeah do you want to talk about this one first well I, I i want you to know that i did like the first track the first track was a very good opener mm-hmm. hit pretty hard yeah okay okay next track <laughs> <laughs> all right um like a girl um this one is one of my less less least favorite songs on this album um it's comes in with like a weird noise in the background like it's fuzzy it's a sample bro um it was like a cool sample was it yeah i don't know it's just like i'm thinking of the immediate change is just something and it's like there's kind of this weird uh background noise like a bad recording um but if it's a sample then whatever but i thought it was like a very in-your-face song uh the topic was really common which is just i don't know feminine power which is a great thing to sing about and is fine but uh, and it's done well but not amazing it's written like a pop song i like the song but i have no reason to say it's a good song does that make sense hmm what do you think of this one um i'll be honest with you first song i was like oh yeah okay you know what i'm in i'm in i'm into lizzo and then pretty much like the next five songs was kind of just like white noise for me oh you're so wrong but anyway <laughs> I, I, i'm sorry man it's I, I i like pop you know i'm not really a big soul guy i'm not too big of an r&b guy either when it comes to like yeah. What about uh, oh, urban contemporary? Oh, <laughs> well, I didn't know we were talking urban contemporary. <laughs> I, I, you know, I wanted to like this album for you. You know, I know mm-hmm. you, you're a big fan of it, but like a girl and juice, it, I just couldn't do it. Okay. Them. Yeah. It's, that's also wrong, man. <laughs> so juice is amazing. Um, drum and bass online in this are just amazing. It's, I don't know, it's really original as a song, I think. And I, it doesn't sound original off the top, but like there's so many instruments going on in this song and they're like authentic and they're really well played. And like, it's like full on, I don't know, jazz orchestra. And like every time you listen to a song, for me at least, I just like notice something different in the background. Um. Another thing that I like about Lizzo, though, where this song really uh, starts bringing it in, is 
this is an album that like you listen to and it's one of the few I've ever listened to where by the end, I, I felt like I understood the personality of the artist. Mm. Like it's this album exudes personality. There's like the lyric narrative is so like there for you and like well-written and personable that like you can just feel them and like her in front of you in a way. Yeah. She's definitely powerful as a musician. Yeah. Like, would you not say that, like, by the end of this album, like, you felt like you understood Lizzo differently? A little bit. But the thing about when it comes, because for me, like, of course, I know who Lizzo is as an artist, but I'm always going to be breaking down the music and the, and the you know, the chords and the, the actual theory of it, probably yeah. more than anything. Mm-hmm. I didn't pay too much attention to the lyrics because most of them, it was kind of just like repeated, you know, she, she repeated for choruses. Yeah. Juice is definitely not like a, not repetitious song, I guess, but I don't know. I like the song a lot. Uh, Pretty, very empowering song. I'm sure uh, for a lot of people, but I don't know. I think you got to listen to this song again and just kind of, hear the background and the instrumentation in the background and how okay. many like little things they use in the background samples backing singers like just small little things all right but yeah i want to backtrack real quick there's something in like a girl that i would like to say is one of my pet peeves in music What's is that? when intros and outros when people talk <laughs> so when they use clips of people talking from when they recorded it in the outro or the intro stuff i'm i'm not here for it you know at all mm. i think there's I times where it's okay like that. but it, it's just it's irritating to me because <laughs> it, it feels like i don't know it's like almost pandering but it's just not it <laughs> some things it's like too much you know it's too much but certain albums maybe it's like the vibe you know that there's talking every every intermission yeah it just feels like a lazy pop punk thing to do mm. you know yeah uh track four soulmate um synth backing uh is like one of my favorite parts of the song uh we start getting into a rhythm of just like uplifting songs at this point Mm -hmm. uh which i think it's important to mention that the point of this album uh was lizzo is writing a song about a summer that she started therapy and it was like realizing that she she needed to love herself for herself and that's kind of how she was able to be happy so that this album is kind of like just that is her writing those songs and like kind of this moment in time for her which Definitely the narrative can get repetitive, but I think uh, it's not in a bad way for me. And I guess it could be irritating to some people, but uh, I'd have to disagree if uh, you were to say that. But what do you think of this one? Soulmate. The instruments. This is the one that's in like a hat, like a six, eight feel, right? And it's kind of just sounds like creep. Is that this song? Um, no. Or it kind of sounds... I'm uh, thinking of the wrong one. 
Oh. Oh. <laughs> Did you hear that? ASCAP just claimed us. <laughs> Dang it. Like, just, just censor that. The podcast has been claimed. <laughs> I, I did like the instruments on this one, but this is still in the in the scheme of white noise pop for yeah. me. Uh, we'll skip it to the next one then, because this song I believe also run a Grammy, and I think for something better, but I don't know for sure. Jerome, um, Jerome won a Grammy here. Let's find out. I should look this <laughs> up. I apologize. <laughs> it it definitely did though. Dang it. Uh, maybe not. I felt like I heard that this song did. Which is unexpected because this was not like a... Um, what's it called? Single off this album? Yeah. I feel like it won like best R&B track or something. Best traditional R&B performance. Is what mm. it won. Which this song is very good. And I, I have a hard time believing if you were to say you don't like this song. Because it's like, I don't know, it strips away a lot of the detail that like other tracks have in this album. And it's just like powerful, uh, very R&B, I would say. Um, but just a very self-honest song. It's very emotional, vulnerable, which is like kind of what this album's going after. So it fits that theme. Um, but like the vocal melody just drives the entire song. And like Lizzo's vocals are like, very driving in this and not dependent on everything else one of my favorite tracks though anything to say yeah this one i remember this one i didn't like the instrumental too much i know that the x ambassadors did this one because i was looking at the song credits earlier Mm. um i just really i i want to connect with lizzo you know because I think she's a good musician, but it's just something about it, man. It's, it, it, it's, it really got to me. Yeah. This chunk of album that we're speaking of. Interesting. And it's not like I hated it, you know, it's not like, Oh God, it's, it's really, really bad. It's just, I, I, I wasn't really impressed other than, other than one song. I wasn't really impressed and it really maybe that's just i don't have an ear for you know pop things yeah i i try to step back in a lot of albums because i have a problem with this uh when i was younger we're just disliking pop music without listening to it of just mm-hmm. like seeing if i can enjoy albums for just what they are versus like their theoretical greatness if that makes sense yeah and I feel like this is a good example of that. And I'm not saying that there's not good theory moments in this or like clever things, but I'm just saying it's a different type of like, you know? Yeah. Um, but that's kind of why I wanted to bring it. Cause it's like, it kind of is a different view, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also had a small feeling you weren't like going to like it. <laughs> um, but yeah, Jerome's great. Um, I'm going to give a list of songs if you don't want to listen to this entire album that I would say uh, you should listen to. And Jerome is on there. Because I Love You for sure. I would say Juice and Jerome. So far. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cry Baby. Um, not one of my favorite, but 
I, I like this song. It really shows those Lizzo's vocal range. It's like not shown in any other song. Yeah. Um, backing noise is like the best part of this song in general. And like the bridge is great for that. Uh, I don't know, example of that. Uh, mm-hmm. Another very like vocal driven stripped down song. Um, not a super highlight, but definitely not a bad song at all. Yeah. Not a whole lot to say. So this is kind of like the flip side on, or no, just track, track seven, which is featuring Missy Elliott, which I don't know. Their verses together were really seamless to me. This was my favorite song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on the album. <laughs> this so, was a complete change, man. Yeah, very complete change. I was falling asleep after Crybaby. And then boom, tempo starts in hip hop beat. All right, all right. I can I'm see sorry. that. The song it. is very sensual. Mm-hmm, it is. Very sensual song. The imagery is very intense, which is like credit to Lizzo for, for writing, or maybe Missy Elliott. I don't know who wrote the lyrics. Both of them. What lyrics. But both of them, maybe. Uh, oh, shit. Very, stop playing copywriters. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to. I, my finger slipped. Oh, you sure, you know? I'm sure it doesn't matter that much. Um, oh my god this is written by like nine people yeah i think most of the things on here are written by like between four uh to like seven people Jeez. um kind of like 90s 2000s uh production ideas which i liked mm-hmm. um i don't know when missy missy Elliott became like famous i don't know much about her but the one complaint with this was the fact that their verses just were so seamless that I couldn't really tell the difference. Mm. Which maybe that's just my ear, but like I couldn't tell the difference. Um, but it's a good song. I mean, like you said, it, it's a complete change of pace. Yeah, I, I liked the the instrumentation a lot in this song. Mm-hmm. The things they were using in there, and there were a couple like beat switches and things that came back at the end. And I enjoyed it. It was a it was a good tune for me. Yeah. So you'll put this on your list of listen to it. Tempo. Tempo. I think it's worth the listen. Um, <laughs> track eight uh, is probably the lowest point of this album for me, maybe. Mm. Uchi um, main, huh? Yeah, exactly how I feel. Uh, you know, made famous by TikTok. <laughs> Oh really? No, nah, I don't think so. It's it's just a TikTok sound. Oh, for anyone over thirty, TikTok is this. <laughs> <laughs> That's a specific call out to someone who you know I know is listening. Um, you got oldies on here. I got oldies on. Here. <laughs> I can't tell. <laughs> oh, that they're gonna love that. <laughs> I can't tell who listens to our podcast because I it doesn't have views. It doesn't have anything, man. Yeah, how do man, I know how I many people my are side. listening? I gave you the login. It's just uh, oh, the email is soundthoughts.jmail.com <laughs> and the password <laughs> <laughs> is um. Anyway, so exactly how I feel. Um. I don't know. It, it's cool, but the Gucci main verse mm-hmm. just killed it for me. Yeah. It kills the 
like how dr- the drive of the song completely because yeah. like Lizzo is very uh powerful and I mean that in all senses but in this song you know her vocals are powerful they're very like outstanding as she is mm-hmm. as a person like it it matches and Gucci Mane is just at least in this song because I can't talk for other songs just sounds lazy in it mm-hmm. and it's a little disappointing um but I don't know at the end like Lizzo has much more like passion and anger in this song than like most other things so like it's worth the listen just for that but like right. they should just cut him out of this song honestly I feel like that's been happening so much when you're especially in this age where hip-hop is pop music basically you know yeah it's like if you want to make a pop album you have to have one of the rappers on there one feature well diving into um kind of how people get signed and stuff um there is kind of a a trend where, where i feel like a record companies where if you come to them and like i have this album and a feature on it is like gucci main mm-hmm. then like they're way more likely to be like okay well gucci main has a stamp of approval on this he's there to promote it so we kind of know there's x amount of sales you that's know? true and mm-hmm. i think that's really negative because it is. someone who does the opposite of that who got famous and now kind of does features is charlie xcx and yeah. she doesn't feature I mean, she features famous people, but she does not feature a lot of them. And she fe- features very small artists, I feel mm-hmm. like, like up and comers. And I feel like that's a much more valuable thing to do. It is. Same with the gorillas, you know? Yeah. You listen to their first or second album, you have no idea who's on there, you know? Yeah, exactly. Until he got uh, Lou Reed on there on Plastic Beach. That, that was mm. his, you know... He, there, there, yeah. there's artists out there that are looking out for the little guys which mm. is nice yeah i don't know and just like just kind of a narrative to say about the entire record industry but like i don't know don't think it's a smart thing to do and i understand for selling records because like I've, i'm going to school for business i understand why it's valuable but not necessarily a reason to assign an album no shout out to all the rappers out there if you're going to be on a pop album, at least give it your all, you know? Yeah. At least write a good verse and or Gucci two. Mane, uh, I know you're out there listening. Uh, to, I love your stuff. You, you really? <laughs> uh, I, I'm sorry. I've never listened to your stuff, Gucci Mane, but, you know, uh, you didn't really give it to me for this one. You didn't convince me. You should have given it to him, Gucci. And for people Gucci. like me... <laughs> on gooch oh he just texted me yeah he says hey that that guy's dead (laughs) he's He's gonna kill you by the way sorry i couldn't make it to the basketball game (laughs) you know the one you invited all your friends (laughs) that was the guy call back to last week (laughs) Uh, (laughs) called you baby boy or whatever (laughs) yeah um but yeah just a general thing that I wanted to say. Um, Better in Color, track nine. Uh, I like the structure of this song a lot. Um, the pre-chorus, like, versus the verse, and, like, the chorus versus the pre-chorus and so on are very different from each other, and I like that. It's, like, not what you expect out of a pop song. The backing vocals mm-hmm. are amazing in this one, and the guitar is, like, really well used, which 
like I said, not as common in this type of music. Yeah. Yeah. All the guitar on the album was actually pretty cool when it was like distorted. Because mm-hmm. I wasn't too big a fan of on whatever. I keep forgetting which song is which, but I think it might be Jerome. The guitar in Jerome was just like that basic walk up oh, yeah. chord type thing. Mm-hmm. But I get whatever what you they mean by that. Yeah. But I did like all the dirty guitars that they had on here. Mm. It's cool. Like in the intro of uh, tempo. Mm-hmm. Tempo, and then in the first song, and yeah, there's a couple more I think that use it. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna move on to the next one. I don't have a lot to say about better in color. Um, I like the theme of it. Um, but not much to say aside from that it's a good song could take it or leave it but i like it uh track 10 though heaven help me it's probably in my top favorite songs off this album um not the number one but i love this song it's very very passionate it's very like dynamically sound the bridge is amazing and like completely different from the rest of the song but in a good way not like in a lazy way Mm -hmm. the piano is amazing and like drives the song which like no other song on this album has that um uh, i guess arguably truth hurts but um the song structure is really cool i don't know this song is just really good to me and like the outro is interesting it's got that little like flute thing yeah no i like this one this one is cool these two towards the end i thought were i was like okay mm-hmm. I- i'm into it and uh, yeah, because this is the end for you, huh? Because oh, right, right, the other right, ones right. That, that were added, which is is fine. Um, because I have something to say about the other two. Uh, track eleven, lingerie. Uh, this one. Uh, did you like this one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. I felt to like me it was a like closer, so I was like, "This feels good. This feels right." Okay, cool I ending. agree with that, and like, and I mean that in a way of like, this should be the closer. I can see why this is the structure of the original one on Spotify. I have zero clue on why there's three different structures of this album. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's to go against the credit of this album. Um, because like, there's not really a definitive version to listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, but the version I know is the 14th track version. And uh, it's, it's interesting, but this song is great. It's another pretty sensual song, but it's a little bit like more jazzy and like bringing the tone down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ambient noise in it's pretty subtle, but it's there, and like I thought that was pretty cool. Um, this this was the one I realized when I was actively listening this time was the bass is like how this album is made. The bass, the bass. drives so much of this album oh yeah Mm -hmm. and it's not like some of it's simple like there was a one song i was going to mention it in uh but like there's some really cool bass lines in this that are subtle but are really driving yeah um but this song is really good another one i would say listen to Mm -hmm. along with heaven help me um track 12 i want to spend the least amount of time on this because it's technically a bonus track now that i understand that and it's also um one of it now i would say it's probably the worst song on this album boys yeah 
Um, I, did you listen to this or no? I did not. These last three. I mean, I've heard Truth Hurts, of course, but yeah, not not on a. Or I mean, sorry, another one that's on TikTok a lot. Mm. Um, for anyone who's over thirty, TikTok is an ad. <laughs> do that bit every time. Okay. Uh, Warning: If you were a loved one, <laughs> I don't know why I said that. I'm sorry. It's pretty popped cool, in my head. Yeah. Thanks. Another uh, childhood nightmare commercial. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like, I don't know what asbestos is, but I'm scared of it now. <laughs> is a loved one been exposed to asbestos? I don't know. I'm a child. <laughs> Why are you asking me? I was probably just like, that word is spelled not how it sounds. You know? <laughs> that was a thing I did a lot as a kid. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, huh. is that really is that really how they're gonna do that? <laughs> it seems like the wrong way to spell that, honestly. <laughs> um yeah, not a great song, not much to say about it. It's a bonus track, and it should be a bonus track. Um and I would have cut it. Truth hurts. Truth hurts. This song, everything about this song is amazing to me. Yeah. And I when I first it's... heard it, I didn't like it. Really? Yeah. But after, like I said, my like full understanding, this song is amazing in all facets. I understand why this is the hit song off of this. It deserves to be it. Yeah. Um, I don't know why it's not on the technical album, the 11 track version, because this song, like that's a, I don't know, super disservice to this song because it's written super well. There's so so much personality in it. The tone of the song is amazing. The dynamics in the song are really good. Mm -hmm. They're like the driving piano part is just like super iconic immediately. It is like, you can dance to this song and you can cry to this song. Like it's wow. It's very good. I have nothing bad to say about this. It's just very clever. A lot of the lyrics are very clever. Mm -hmm. um, I know people who hate this song with like their entire heart, and I don't get it. Um, yeah. <clears throat> also, not to pander, and I mean this in the most genuine way, that first line, the why men great till they gotta be great, is like the simplest way of saying what she just said. <laughs> and the most honest like not i don't know trying hard way and i love that too like i don't know it, it's it's an amazing song what do you what do you have to say about it yeah i mean the first time i heard this i was like okay yeah i, I see why this is a pop hit you know mm -hmm. it's a cool song i i, I would say at this point or <clears throat> i mean there was a point maybe like at the beginning of this year where I heard this song just constantly, you know, all the time. And yeah. so maybe it got a little worn down at some point, but it's the first time I heard it, I liked it. And then I heard it actually just a little while ago and I was like, yeah, still a good song. I would like to mention if you see, if any of my opinions seem like they're going with pop trends. Um, I mean, I do try to follow pop music. I don't listen to radio at all. And I don't really involve in a lot of things that have pop music going on. Um, not purposefully just i did i've heard this song once in public in my entire life mm. if i was not actively playing it myself in public yeah um and i'm not talking about those annoying guys that play their music their own music wherever they go <laughs> out loud 
right? Uh, just working in a record store, I put on music a lot. Um, but so I wasn't exposed to the song that way. I heard this song once at like um, an event and then I heard it on SNL. Ah. And then that was it, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I'm sure I heard pieces of it people had shown me and that's what made me like, I was like, I don't know about Lizzo, you know? Um, like I didn't understand it because I probably didn't understand the full scope of it. I didn't actively listen to it, but I highly recommend this song to a re-listen. And if you think of it as a party song, listen to it as a sad song. Mm. Because I think the tone is way different that way. Um, because I don't know, it, it has that thing, but it, it's really just a, not even a sad song, just an emotional song, I should say. Um, yeah. I'm going to go really fast on this last one uh, because it's also a bonus track, Water Me. Not a huge fan of it. The instrumentation's good. Truth Hurts really should end this album and i think that 12 and 14 can be cut since they're technically bonus songs in water me is that like from the perspective of a plant or something yeah is that what she's going for yeah okay because i haven't heard it plant perspective wait what (laughs) (laughs) um I don't have much perspective to say on this. There's not really like, I don't know. You know how most of her songs have like a really strong drive and like, you know what it's about immediately. Mm-hmm. This is not one of those songs to me. Uh, and I think that's why it's like not super up there for me. Um, and I would, I would also cut it. Um, but you know, it, as an album, I like it a lot. Uh, just not a great outro. Right. Uh, my overall rating for this album, uh, which I had to really think actively about it on all senses, not just my own, like, I like it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I give it at a 7.5 out of 10. And I think yeah. that's like underselling it. But if I'm being like super, super honest with like all aspects, but I love this album so much. I think Truth Hurts and Cause I Love You are so powerful. Same with Juice and Jerome and Tempo and Heaven Help Me are some of my favorites. But uh, very nice. What would you what would you rate this album at? I want I want to know what number you're giving it. <laughs> I feel like I don't have the the credentials to rate this <laughs> album. You know, because yeah. it's it's just nothing. I mean. I said before, you know, I like pop music, but there's certain aspects of pop that I have trouble connecting with. And mm. for that reason, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a no for me, dog. <laughs> it, it, As uh, Randy Jackson might say. If I be was being fully honest, it's like, it's just another pop album that has a couple good songs on it that I probably okay. will hear those good songs again, but probably will never choose to listen to the rest of the album you hear that lizzo i know you're listening <laughs> he doesn't like it i love it lizzo can, can come I'd find love, me i would love to meet you and talk about this album all right all right all right um, enough, but don't bro. listen to this last half um everything else that she's written and i haven't really listened to lizzo bangers too much but i, I have like the coconut oil ep which is like what kind of what was right before this hmm. not good really don't like it at all Good as hell is an all right song, and I'm sure everyone's heard it. 
who is aware of Lizzo, but I, I'm not a fan of anything else she's put out. And I really hope she goes in this direction of more interesting and passionate, like personality based. The other yeah. ones just sound like pop songs. Don't recommend when I'm, when I say I like Lizzo, it's this album. Yeah. Which I, that's kind of the same feeling you have about uh, Billie Eilish, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. Did not like that first album too much. But then, boom, When the Dark Comes, Where Do We Sleep came out. <laughs> uh, when We Sleep, uh, Where Did Our Parents Go? <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of her new track? Uh, her new track, uh, Therefore I Am. Yeah, that one. Uh, I like it a lot. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I have a hard time being uh, partisan when listening to her music now. Yeah, because like feel the same way. Everything I I've heard by her, which before she released uh, um, "When We're in the Dark," uh, "Where Our Feet Go," or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna bring that album one of these weeks, so I'm I'm not trying to just be mean. <laughs> Uh, everything she's released, I like. And before yeah. that album, I loved that EP. And when the album mm. came out, I loved the album. And I still love the album. Um, I own four or five copies of it. Jeez, when, dude. When uh, 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 Everything I Wanted came out. I think that's the name of it. I'm sorry if I'm saying the wrong thing. Yeah, that's, um, that's it. Came out. I loved that one. I loved... Um, my future and i loved this song we so get it you like, love all you love all exactly, your songs exactly so what i'm saying is i'm the wrong person to give an opinion on it but i liked it a um, lot but i didn't like it as much as a lot of people i think liked it because mm. like i feel like i've seen articles that were like why the billy Eilish new billy Eilish song is the best one ever wow really mm -hmm. and i'm not sure i agree with that but i like the song yeah it's she's kind of hit that stage as an artist for me where i'm like Unless she writes really bad music, I probably won't ever be disappointed with anything she puts out. Yeah, exactly. Or that, that's how it's been so far. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, after when we move to this other... That's how it's been. And I, I did like the new one a lot. Good song. Um, We'll talk about Billy <laughs> a little bit more uh, in the future, I'm sure yeah um uh, hopefully she releases an album again and hopefully it's not soon because i don't want i don't want it fast you know i just i just want a good one <laughs> yeah no, i agree like lord you know like well, i don't need another lord album soon i just want it to be done well right same with uh frankie frank <laughs> Thanks, thanks for that. <laughs> Can you smell it? <laughs> yeah, it smells like hot. It smells like hamburgers. That's right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I hope I didn't say that in the other episode that I ate a burger for dinner. Or was that at the beginning of this one? <laughs> I think one? it was this one. <laughs> you mean last week? These are long episodes, man. Yeah, that's all right. I don't even remember what I said at the beginning of this thing. All right. Well, we should probably end it then. Yeah. So uh, 
send it shoot us an email at soundthoughts at gmail.com uh just say whatever you want send your hair to uh, we'll our probably box. read it uh send our hair to PR, our po box it's uh um i was gonna try to say your parents address off the top of my head <laughs> i knew it man i <laughs> knew it. i couldn't i couldn't remember it because i <laughs> there we go that's it that's it i hey, have to wait. bleep that now probably but <laughs> one more thing you guys got in and out right oh yeah i want to talk about that well let's talk about that let's talk about it real quick yeah what's it uh, like they just introduced in and out in colorado uh, which you could presume is where I live. If you don't know me, I have not gone yet. The they opened two in one day this last Friday, and what? Like where? Where is it at exactly? Do you know where? Uh, there's that really big church uh, that there's been documentaries about. Waco. <laughs> <laughs> what? Waco. <laughs> Waco. Um. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it's over there. Yeah, it's it's like in that part of town, which it, okay. it makes sense because you know there can be a what I was gonna get at six to six to twelve hour line. Oh my goodness. Um. My uh, mom and brother went on the first day it opened. And they're in line that's a for bad idea. six and a half hours. Oh my goodness. Yeah, which is ridiculous. Like you gotta eat before you go to go eat, you know? <laughs> <laughs> just just seems like a nightmare. Jeez. I'll probably go soon, but it's not gonna be the the line's gonna have to be less than like three hours, I think. Really? Because I can I can watch a movie in the car, you know? Like that doesn't bother me. <laughs> like if I'm not doing anything, then like whatever. But like six hours is like that's that's like the entirety of the Queen's Gambit, the Netflix <laughs> TV show. <laughs> well, I'll just put some in my suitcase for you, bro. I'll bring. I'm coming. I'm coming back in December for a little bit. I'll just bring you some in a bag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to make a joke, but I don't know if it's in bad taste. <laughs> Go ahead. Can you do like one of those, like, uh, like, you know, those videos when military parents go home? (laughs) Like, can you surprise me when you come back? With in and out? Yeah, but you're also in like a camo outfit. (laughs) I'm not going to wear a camo outfit the whole time I'm on a plane. (laughs) Come on. Someone would be like, thank you for your service. I'd be like, no, (laughs) no. Nope. I. Uh, <laughs> this is for a bit. I'm not in the army. <laughs> I'm not an active duty military member. I'm sorry. It's just for, it's just for a joke. <laughs> you think it, you think the military's a joke? No. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll take it off. Great. All right, that's a probably a good place to stop. <laughs> Peter Dinklage. Peter. Come on.